yo, hey. last night, yep. I get this PayPal notification that I got some $19.99 charge from Apple. And I'm like, uh, for what? So I tap on it and they're like, oh, here's the link to Apple where you can go see your history. Doesn't show up on my Apple history at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, that's sus. I'll give it a day. So today I go see if anything showed up on Apple history and it has it. And it says it's like a reoccurring charge. So I look at my PayPal and it's like, yeah, last April 1st, there was a charge. It was close to 20 bucks. It was like 18 or 17 or something like that. I was like, what the fuck is this? If you have a recurring, you could check it on your phone. It doesn't show up. It doesn't show up on any of Apple's. When I go to any of my Apple accounts, it doesn't show up at all. But it just so I canceled it on PayPal. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, what, what, what the fuck is this? And then I tried to Google it, and I've seen other people asking the same question, but there's no fucking answers. They keep telling you, well, here's how you check your receipts on Apple. I know it doesn't fucking show up on Apple. What the? Exactly. What the hell? I mean, exactly. I know, I know that they're charging me, but it's because you know, I, you know, I, 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 I subscribe to their like arcade. Apple Arcade. Yeah, I don't do that. I'm like, is my Disney Plus through them? And did I get Apple TV and forget to cancel it? Oh, maybe. But it doesn't. It, why but would it, it not show it would, up on my app? Yeah, there's yeah. no receipts on Apple. I don't even know how much Apple TV is. So, TV is so when you go into settings or yep. uh, not into settings yep. into the yep. App Store. Yep. Huh. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even I, when I, I go canceled. to the App Store and look at my purchases, it's all like free shit. I never buy shit on Apple. Um. Yeah. It's weird. Um, when I got my iPad last year, they gave me like a year of Apple TV, but I had to put it in my calendar that if I didn't cancel this shit, after I usually a year, do. Yeah. Yep. That's what I do. And then I Googled it. How much is Apple TV? Apple, Apple monthly it's, subscription is only four ninety nine. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, which, which is the same well, price maybe. that I pay for the Apple Apple Arcade. And I'm like, all right, well, at least that I use. I, I, I think I use like app the uh, Apple TV, like maybe like once or twice once which which was to watch the bc boy documentary you know okay, i'm like okay if it's 49 months what's yearly yearly's 50 okay that's not it i'm yeah. i know i'm like is it my disney plus no i got that through how Ver- much is it Verizon. it's 19.99 wow that's fucking i know i'm annoyed oh what do you have like um apps on your phone that like have in-app purchases that maybe like you accidentally like in-app purchased something that wouldn't that show up on my apple receipts or apple subscriptions or in my uh i mean <laughs> it should but you I'm, I'm just shooting shit out there to see not if, that like, i know of i don't usually pay for apps it's like man, yeah no, because money i'm like well, yeah, I, I'm out of here it's you not even about or... paying for apps nowadays it's you get the app for free but then you have to pay for a s- subscription if you no, want i don't to get think to... so i mean I have MLB. I mean, like I said, it doesn't. Why would it not show up in any of my receipts? Yeah, my recipients. Very strange. Very strange. Well, very strange. I'll be curious to find out what that ends up getting solved as. Well, I don't know how to. I mean, I don't know. I, I even so all I can all I did was cancel the subscription, mm-hmm. and then I even tried to like, I was gonna be like to PayPal like, I don't know what this is. I'm like trying to get my money back, but fucking complicated was there a reference number in your paypal yep and i even tried to search that on apple and nothing nothing came up did you google that number just in case like it did not might be worth the google i screenshotted it so i have it screenshot it here i'll read it to you 
Oh, hold on. You can Google it, so I don't have to do both. Ready? Um, no, I'm not. Okay. You want the invoice numbers? Everything? Maybe. Transaction ID? Transaction ID. Jesus, that's longer. The number two. Amazon Mary. He's an elephant. Zero, four, three, eight, zero. Why is in yo? Four, nine, six. Four, nine, six. Ten, eight, one, three. Ten, eight, one, three. Glad I took my meds this morning. Right? Yeah, it was a lot of shit. Does everybody have the same transaction number? <laughs> um, I'm not seeing anything just yet. <laughs> it, like, maybe I'll take the, the word Apple out of there. Nope, nothing. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird one. That's a weird one. All right. How was your week? Uh, not bad. How's your week? Uh, work was extremely. There was something in the air. It was very Mercury and retrograde. Even though we're not in Mercury and retrograde, <laughs> it, it felt like a week. Like we got like a early shower of Mercury and retrograde. Interesting. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a crazy week. But um, it's the weekend now. Yay. My husband asked me today if he goes, if I wanted to go to a slow roll tonight. I'm like, there's a slow roll tonight. And I was like, I haven't paid attention since I can't skate still. Oh, and yeah. then he goes, I guess you don't want to go. I'm like, you can go if you want, but I'm not going to go and stand there and watch everybody else skate. Yeah. That would make me sad. So, I mean, unless you were keeping busy with like, I don't know, recording videos or something to that extent, I guess. That's too far. It's too far for that. It's like 40 minutes away for that. It's like, if it were, you know, 10 minutes down the street. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, but maybe he wants to skate. Maybe he wants to get his skate on. I'm sure he does. Because he hasn't skated since I got hurt. Because he was afraid if he gets hurt, he's in trouble. But I was like, go. Get your skate. But he's but not think... going to go by himself, though. So you got to go with him and then be supportive and then go do videos or something to keep yourself busy. Yeah, like I said, if it were closer, we would be down. But I know him. He's going to get home from work. Like, I don't want to go that far. <laughs> Shit. On that note. Uh, this is a good time to play. How many times did you leave the house this week? How many times? We need some theme music for this. How many times did you leave the house? So how many times did I leave the house? One. Uh, if we're counting today or oh, later right. today, because technically, like, hey, spoilers, oh, everybody. Shit. And you're going somewhere tomorrow. And that's this week. But you haven't left the house yet. That doesn't count. The game is how many times have you left the house this week? You haven't left yes, yet. Yes. Okay. So have you, you haven't, so prior to right now. Prior to right now, I have left the house other than the usual, like mm -hmm. we, we stated prior. Off. Yep. Uh, zero times. Oh, I was almost, I was close. Uh, I'm going to say that you've at least left the house once. We did leave the house once this week. Yay! That's a point for me. We should we should have kept tallies a lot. I know, ago, huh? But... So what had happened was about a month or so ago, I, I got this friend that sent me this invite to this party she was throwing, and I was like, uh, "Okay, whatever." Just kind of set it to the side. Um, <laughs> ooh, I just got a 
text. Hey, Chiba, it's Mandy. You collect, you collect Funko Pops, right? We have Optimus Prime ones at the Central Coast Truck Center event. You want me to snag you one? Only, oh. Optimus Prime is there. I'm like, only if I'll autograph it. That's pretty fucking cute. Wait, they're free? <laughs> uh, then yes. Then yes. Free Funko. I'm always down for free Funkos. It's pretty cute, too, Optimus Prime. So... Uh, one of the guys, are, side note, segue, what were we talking about for? Okay, what I left for? Real quick. One yep. of my guys on our radio station is down and uh, do, doing a live broadcast at this truck center. They're like having a classic car show and hiring events. And they're like, oh, the real Optimus Prime is going to be there. Like the real Optimus Prime that's been sitting in fucking storage apparently for three years and not gone anywhere. And they're dragging him out. He's going to be at this event. <laughs> like the, like, a, a semi that looks like Optimus. I'm, and I'm gonna tell her you guys send me a picture. Yeah, because I'm. I, I can't imagine that Optimus Prime was cool just sitting in storage, and be like, guys, this sucks balls. You know, that's what they said. Roll out to the other side of this closet. Roll out. Okay. So anyway, so um. A friend, I send her, I texted her, can you send me a pic of the real Optimus Charm? Of the, uh, well, not say real, the big, <laughs> the real. life size. The real, real. Uh, maybe it's one of those guys from like Universal who's like dressed up as like Optimus, maybe. I don't know. I, I just know that when we had to promote it, we, that we were saying that on air. Mm. The Optimus Prime. Okay, anyway. So a friend has sent, us this, sent me this invitation and I kind of just put it off to the side, right? <laughs> I didn't realize that a couple days later, my husband sent, said he sent it to her too. And I'm like, oh. And he goes, that's something about, he keeps saying like, I'm never going to leave the house again. I think he's like, it's like a dare. Mm. Hey, you're not going to get on a plane. You're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to leave the house, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, you want to go? Fine, we'll go. And he goes, well, I already RSVP'd us. I'm like, fine. Here's why I don't RSVP to things in that far in advance. Uh-huh. It was a weekday. Ooh. Weekday that my husband worked. And I'm like, what are the chances that somebody's going to be done with their day at work and be like, I don't want to fucking go anywhere? Yeah. Probably really damn good. Probably really damn good. That's why I don't RSVP. So he gets home. I knew we were going to the event. I had it on my calendar, whatever. And he's home and going, Do we have to go? Yep. You RSVP'd us. We have to go. <laughs> <laughs> Wop 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 wop. Got dressed up, left the house. So you left. Event. And how was it? Side. Yeah. Yeah. You know, come friend, another friend that was invited went with us, and there were some other friends there and stuff. Just to, to me, it's always the anticipation of like, ah, oh, I gotta go out tonight. But once I'm there, I'm like, oh, I'm out. It's it's that in between spot where it's like between leaving the house and actually getting to that event that. That's always the shit. If it's on my calendar enough and I know that morning, like Monday morning, I knew we were doing this tonight. That's Mm -hmm. fine. But it's like, yeah, don't don't even think about springing anything on me. Like, hey, you want to do this? No, if it wasn't on my calendar and not on my radar, at least 24 hours in advance. And I was preparing in my head to go out and do it. It's like, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) that's kind of how I treat days where I'm on call. If I see shit on the calendar, I'm like, you're going to this by yourself, right? Because I don't I don't like leaving the house when I'm on call. 
yeah because like i don't want that like if you do get the call you got to leave wherever you are to get back yep. home to your computer and help out or wherever I and i don't want to deal with that anxiety so yeah i'm just gonna stay here um yeah so sometimes i'll see things on the calendar it's like she's like no no i know like you're gonna stay the fuck home i'm like yeah I don't, <laughs> i'm not i'm a fucking with that yeah are you doing this by yourself because i'm on call yeah yeah i feel you girl um so you, you, let's let's look at my text messages here from you this week and see what you done send me. Well, should we talk about what everybody was talking about this week? I mean, the only reason why I say we might as well is because there was something in that story that changed yesterday mm-hmm. that was part of that, like an update, if you will. So um, we're obviously talking about Will Smith bitch lap on Chris Rock on the Oscars. Oh, man. Which I think okay. was just a really sad thing for the whole Oscars. I mean, yep. like somebody said, like wh- whoever won Best Picture for the Coda, they're like, it took a moment away. It's like, yeah, I did, because I didn't even remember hearing that you won Best Picture. Or the fact that Questlove won. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that, a fucking, that was the uh, award that he was giving out. And it yeah. was fucking Questlove won for Summer Soul, which we watched and reviewed and we loved. Yep. I read a story, however, today, though, that one of the producers was pissed off, not only about the whole moment happening right before their award, but when Chris Rock apparently announced the award, mm-hmm. he was like, and the winner goes to Amir, Questlove, Thomas, whatever, and three other white guys. And like didn't name off the other guys. Yeah. And one of the other guys isn't white. He's like a South Island Pacificer. And he was like the first one to ever win an award. So he was kind of proud of that moment. So he was super fucking That's, pissed. That is 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 rude. Like you win yeah. this thing and. Maybe he was thrown off, though. You know, maybe Chris was oh, just thrown off after yeah, all that. I mean, stick to the script, but I, I'm that's, sure that's that shitty for everybody that whole night, just that whole fucking night, because that's all anybody's going to talk about now is that instead of any, like I said, I didn't even know any <sighs> of the awards that won that night. So I was, I th- that was Sunday night. I was posting, I think I had just finished posting the show up because sometimes I'll let it sit and I'll do it that night, you know, so I can like write it up and all that stuff. Um, and while I was doing that or while I was sitting in the spot, is when you sent me the text and I was like, wait, what? What the mm-hmm. fuck? And I wasn't even watching him. I, my oh. brother-in-law was there. We weren't watching live TV. I don't know why I was just flipping through my phone and saw that that just went down. I was like, I was watching the video and he's like, my husband's like, what are you watching? I'm like, uh, apparently Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. It's like, what? Yeah. And so I, I the the article that you sent me had the, the you know, the footage, the one that was unedited. Um mm-hmm. Apparently, Iran and other countries it was cut off here. It's just, and like I said, this has been talked to, I'm sure, over and over again. But y'all haven't heard from us, so we're going to talk about it a little bit. Um, it it, it was a, a very interesting reaction by Will Smith right before that because he's sitting there and he's laughing, but if you look in the background, Jada's face is like all like disgruntled and it's only seconds after that where they cut to Chris Rock that Will Smith is now walking up the stage. Mm -hmm. So what Mm -hmm. changed in that brief moment? Well, it's funny that you say that. I mean, I know that she's got the condition and I know that that's a sore subject with them, but it, you know, he knows that his wife had a condition. Yeah. Here's a couple of things about that. One Bill Maher recently came out and said, if alopecia is the worst thing you got in your life, so, yeah. you know, it ain't that bad. 
Well, and she looks beautiful with a head with her head shaved. I'm and apparently, like it wasn't even like a week or so ago, she was posting about I don't care who thinks you know who says anything about my bald head. I don't care who thinks about my, you know. It's like, well, then don't no. care. Then she don't looks, care. Yeah. She, she looks, no, she looks great. She looks beautiful. Like, yeah. like she's got one of those. She's one of those people that can pull off that look. Yeah. She's got a beautiful. And then, head. um, so, fucking okay. So Chris Rock appeared in Boston this weekend doing a show, and he started off by going like, "How was your weekend?" And he goes, "Look." He goes, I don't really have anything to say about it right now. I still got a previous fact is, is I wrote a whole show for tonight. <laughs> I'd already had planned that I was going to do. He yeah. goes, uh, when I process it all, he goes, I'll probably have something to say later. But right now we're just going to stick to this script or whatever. You know, so he wasn't talking about it yet. Yeah. However, Tony Rock had a show this weekend. <laughs> Tony his brother. Rock? Oh, Tony, his brother. Yeah. Also a comedian. And Tony's like, hell no. If you think you're going to walk up on this stage, he goes, it's good. he's about to Paul He goes. You get up and slap somebody because your wife gave you side eye. Mm-hmm. That was he was pretty much like that's really basically what I was going for is that he laughed, looked over at her, she looked pissed, and he's like, Oh shit, like I better get up there. It just made all the rumors and all the shit that you've heard from those guys even worse. Um, just because of the way that he reacted. Here's an uh, article I was reading. I, I came across during the week that's talking about he put out a autobiography a, a couple of years ago, 2017, 2018, something like that. And apparently in his autobiography, one of his biggest fears is being a coward. He feels like a coward because he saw his dad beat the shit out of his mom when he was a kid and didn't do anything to help. He's yeah. like, I remember being nine years old. And specifically, he goes, I didn't do anything to help. And he felt as he got older, he should have, you know, yeah. sure the time, I mean, you're a kid, you're fucking scared. Yeah. So he has this thing of not being for feeling like a coward. There were a couple other examples, too. But when Jada and Will started dating, she was also seeing Tupac. Right. Who is not the personification of a coward. Quite right. the opposite. Exactly. So yeah. He, he always and then he's like, and then she picked me. And then he kind of felt like, but he still felt like he was still that coward. So I feel mm. like this, I mean, and I'm sure there's other ways he shows it, but this is just, was all that bubbling up. Like, I have to do something right now to show my wife that I'm defending her, you know? And I was yeah. like, dude, you could have heckled her from the stage. You could have said something afterwards. Uh, that's yeah. that's how, how I think it should have gone down. He Absolutely, definitely should. 100%. A commercial break. Hey, man, come here. Or yeah. after the show, be like, hey, man, come here, man. Like. 100 at the most heckle the guy yeah but howard stern had said he had lost control if that was his first reaction and he could not stop himself from walking up and slapping somebody just for something that they said they're like he has lost control i mean again because yeah that's not the reaction dude yeah so it does seem like from what you're saying and what i was mentioning about him being kind of like this like jokey meme to people yeah. sometimes that yeah you're right it, it just finally got to a boiling point and he was just like fuck this noise but at the end of the day like that mild mannered, like the you know the, the the ones of us that you know see the memes haha okay funny but like we still watch your shit and you know like whatever you know it just seems expect like expect more he- it just seems like for years, I don't know, because I don't know if it was because from his rap career from the beginning where he was always this nice guy who Jokey. didn't curse, yeah, or who didn't curse, you know? So it seems like for years he's been trying to wash Shit. away that persona <laughs> and want to be this bad boy. Hello, bad boys, you know, yeah. was the name of one of his movies, but it's like, it's going to happen. Yep. Yeah, two. <laughs> but it's like, maybe even three, I think. But it's like, right. bad boys for life. But it's like, for you life. know, it's like, you ain't that guy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who he's trying to fool. You ain't that guy. 
you ain't that guy and just accept. Oh, wait, hold on. Back to the uh, back to the thing about him being a coward in the autobiography. There was also some issues with Jazzy Jeff where he said Jeff began writing him out. And I was trying to dig out more of that more on that story, Jeff but I couldn't find anything. Him out. Kind of like pushing him out of the group kind of thing, you know, like doing shit without him or whatever, you know, kind of moving on without him because Will was doing the show or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was doing acting and, and, and going to be starting movies yeah, and like absolutely like uh, Jazzy Jeff just did right by himself to be like, OK, well, I'm going to still keep doing what I'm good at. So I was trying to find more on that story to see what their relationship was. But everything I can find now is like, oh, they're still buddies 30 years later and their families. Thing. It's like, OK, whatever. I, I wanted I want like, yeah, okay, what was that? About? Give me the juice. Yeah. Sorry. Anywho. Um, so, yeah, you know, supposedly Will's gone on, you know, apologizing to everybody. He apologized via, you know, Instagram or whatever. Apparently never talked to Rock personally. And then this week, Motion Picture Academy. Yesterday. It has been back and forth with, oh, we were going to kick him out. They or, weren't. They did. They didn't. Blah, blah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I, I've heard uh, conflicting stories that they mm-hmm. asked him to leave and he said no, or mm-hmm. that they were just contemplating on kicking him out. So, yeah. I don't know. So, anyway, they're trying to figure out what to do with him now. So, ahead of their investigation, he resigned from the Motion Picture Academy. All that means is he can't fucking vote. Okay. It's like his wife's still going to get screener copies. They're yep. like, it means that he vote and he might not be invited to the show, but he could still, Jada will probably be going to get yeah. the plus I mean, one if, she, if she's still, if she's still doing stuff and or yeah. get in, like, yeah. Um, I feel like they should just ban him from the show for like five years, let's say, or X amount sure. of years. You can't come. We yeah. don't know what you're going to do. You might walk up and slap hurt somebody for whatever the fuck they say. You can be nominated. You can even, you might even win. Send somebody to accept your word or the speech. You can't be in the fucking building. Yeah. What what? So let me ask you this. What's the percentage chance that if and when he is invited back, that him and Chris Rock present an award together? I don't know. I think it would be slim to none. I think that I also feel like supposedly there's a little history with those two. Like, yeah, like from the year that she boycotted the show yeah, and he all made that a other joke stuff. also. But it's like he's a fucking comedian. That's his goddamn job. And again, he never it's like he didn't i don't think he said anything that bad i mean even the time before yeah you know or even and and the alopecia uh, the gi supposedly rock didn't even know she had alopecia yeah i mean and even if he did like it was still a bad joke regardless yeah it wasn't even that good of a joke it's yeah dumb. like i mean so what a reference to gi jane fucking 20 years plus later or whatever like come on chris oh let's change the subject on that note how sad that we found out bruce Willis this week has this condition it's called a aphasia i think where he's yeah. losing his cognitive speech he he can't he will lose the ability to speak or understand speech that's crazy that's sad not only is it sad but i was listening to um some other shows where they were referencing the fact that he's made all these like straight to video kind of movies lately and how like the people who basically are wrangling him right now are just making money off of that and well, think about it, too, though. He's got a whole new family with some young ass kids. I mean, you know, it's kind of like I equate it to these rock stars that are married like five times and have these young kids. They can't stop what they're doing now because they got all these fuck all the shit to pay for. Yeah, but it, it sounds the, the impression I got is that the people who are wrangling him are taking advantage is is I didn't is get how that I read impression. That. I, I did read that read that for the last two years he was doing a lot of these straight to video movies where he's working like maybe six hours a day but getting like a two million dollar paycheck. I think mm. he maybe was just trying to wrangle as much in in the last few years that he probably can because they probably knew his career was coming to an end. 
So yeah, yeah, they said for the last two years, he's been doing these shitty straight to video movies and had an earpiece and had people feeding him lines and that, you know, there's even, I mean, shitty movies. Yeah. (laughs) And um, one of the actresses in it said like, yeah, he was supposed to say this line and fire a gun and he kept forgetting the line. and was just firing the gun, you know, and stuff like that. And more and more it's coming out about directors going, okay, now I get that. (laughs) Did you hear sadly? The Razzies gave him an award this year because he was in, again, a shit ton of movies that were straight to video. So yeah. they literally had a category this year was like best Bruce or worst Bruce Willis role in 2021 because there were like eight or 10 of them. Right. But then they rescinded it after they found out and felt yeah. bad. They're like, all right, we're sorry. We found out about the same time everybody else did. So I, I mean, I, I, I honestly, did see I did see Kevin Smith also apologized. Yes. Yeah. But that one, I'm curious to know if. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. That, if, a long time ago. If then. he was just, you know, difficult as opposed to like, yeah, you know, like I traces mean, like of I this said, condition he's got. I mean, I get it. Like I said, you look at this guy's career and it's maybe they were like the family's like, all right, we got a couple years before, you know, he loses everything, you know, not gonna be able to do this at all. Let's get him whatever we can, you know, so he can rest comfortably, you know, for the rest of his life. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of how I see it. He wasn't working a whole, like I said, maybe six hours, like three days, because what? This this producer, this one specific producer that was hiring for all this movies, <laughs> he's a trash bag. He, everybody knows him because he was dating this one chick that was on Vanderpump Rules on Bravo hmm. and had a baby with him. And he's like just total scummy, slummy. It was like, oh, he's a movie producer. It's like, yeah, shitty movies. He's one of these guys. And they would call it a geezer teaser. They're like, he would get Bruce Willis for like $2 million. who would only show up to shoot for like three days, six hours a day. And he, they put him in the trailer because you think he's a star in this movie, but he's really just like a side character that's like oh. helping somebody along. Like this movie was starring Jesse Metcalf, who was like eye candy from Desperate Housewives. And then like some other chick. And then like, oh, but it's Bruce Willis. They're like, they call it the geezer teaser. They're like, he made too many, he made a shit ton of money for just coming and showing up for a few hours and doing this stuff. Interesting. So like I said, I don't blame them. I feel like it was almost like they knew his he was going to have to stop. So let's, you know, as much work as we can pad, in the next couple pad years. his yeah. account a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Well, that's an interesting take. Okay. It's sad, and I didn't even know anything about that disease. I've never heard of that disease. Yeah. I mean, you always hear about the like the bigger ones like Parkinson's. Dementia or whatever. Dementia, yeah. 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 And, and I did I did see like an aphasia group come out and say, We're thank you for giving us some, you know, the giving the disease some recognition and stuff like that. But um yeah. It's 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 Oh man, it's tough. Like it's definitely not a way I would ever want to go out. Right, is, is losing my losing my mind. Lose yeah. like I think. Well, that's I think sad of thing. Everything like if it's just his I, speech. I mean, and and he doesn't understand speech, but his mind still works another way. It's like that's the worst part to me is the fact that if my mind still work, but I verbally couldn't get words out or couldn't communicate. That's the worst part. Yeah, yeah, that's tough, and. <laughs> And hopefully, I mean, I don't know what you do for this kind of condition. I, maybe you don't do anything because it's so unknown. I don't know, but it's that's a bummer. Yeah, that's 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 really sad. Totes my goats. Totes my goats, like she would say. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you send me this week? I'm trying to look. Sadly, mostly Will Will <laughs> Will, will Christian Will Mania. Um, never a super fan of Will anyway. I've been, I've always been a super fan of Chris. I think he yeah. handled it very well. I, I do. Well, I, I, I think that. one is because he was shocked that it happened mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. on, 
you know, not just a little show, you guys. Yeah. But one of the biggest shows that probably a lot of people are watching, a lot of millions of people. Um, but I'm sure that like his history with bullies kind of like kicked in, you know, to that mindset of like, okay, well, what the fuck do I do now? Because it, I mean, look, man, the most what I was hoping was not going to happen is that these guys would start going fist to cuffs like some fucking um, Danny McBride fucking show or something where shit's happening on live TV and they're just beating the shit out of each other. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad I didn't get to that point, but it's it, either way, I, I, you know, I have no beef with Will Smith. I enjoy his, his projects and obviously love Chris rock, but it uh, ultimately it's just unfortunate completely unfortunate for everybody involved and i mean again i, I feel sad the for the williams people. family too yeah the williams like everybody on the outskirts like the williams yeah, family got other, other people who who are uh accepting awards for other awards the entire night mm-hmm. you know like everything just kind of like went to shit yeah so you know it's unfortunate and hopefully you know and, and, and sadly it's going to be one of the biggest stories of the year Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the year, when they're doing the highlights of the year, they're, they're this is definitely going to be one of those things that just sticks out like a sore thumb. Like, oh, remember this? Which, well, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. It's it's if you're offering me this or years and years of Trump shit like we had for four years, <laughs> I'm I'm going to pick this. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I was watching because my wife was watching um this Lizzo show. Oh, we started it last night on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's called this one's for the big girls or something this, like that. Yeah, big girl search. What is it? Yeah, watch out like, for the big girls. Watch out for the big girls. Watch out for the big girls. Love me some big girls. She started watching it, and I was sitting there just you know because I. I I was kind of doing usually it's if, like if, dance shows. You watch dance shows, don't you? Yeah. And, and I'm usually, usually if I'm kind of busy, she'll start something that she'll watch on her own and stuff. But um, I was done with whatever I was working on and sat down and she's like, do you want me to put something else on? I'm like, no, let's leave this on. I'm curious here. And it, it's so she, her dance crew is called the big girls. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a dance four or style. five of them or something like that. The dance There's a lot stage, more yeah. than that. Well, no, uh, I mean like originally. Oh, um, originally is a small crew. And so this show is her adding more because she's a headliner now. So she's like, I need to fill the stage. So we yeah. need more big girls on the crew. So it's this house of big girls who are <laughs> have like different varying degrees of um, uh, dancing backgrounds and things, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe ticky talky and shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so she brings them on to kind of, you know, starting start that process if you can be part of this crew and mm-hmm. this family basically and it's uh we love this show we finished it last night <laughs> oh you finished the whole thing damn as yeah we watched two first two episodes yesterday finished the whole thing already we're done um it's a great show like it's 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 you know if you know lizzo she's very um love lizzo Super uh, fucking talented. Super great representative of being comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. And so that's what she's looking for with her dancers. Like you mm-hmm. have varying degrees of, you know, plus size uh, dancers and mm-hmm. one who's trans, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's it's the camaraderie. It's the stories. It's them hanging out. It's them like pumping each other up and 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 building that relationship. And on top of that, it's it's Lizzo just 
you know, coming in there and kind of giving them affirmation that like they're worth it and they're, mm-hmm. they're doing that. Un- you know, unfortunately for some, because she has to remind people, uh, you know, like this is great and all, but this is still a competition. I still need to get people on that Bonnaroo stage, mm-hmm. which I mean, it might be a spoiler, might not be a spoiler, but if you recall Bonnaroo from that year, um, you know, you'll know that something happened. <laughs> I forgot already. So don't tell me then. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yep. So it's a great show. It's, it, she's very body positive. She's, she's very, um, very uh, affirmation. And I prefer, honestly, a reality show where 98% of the people like um, aren't there to fuck the other person. They want to win. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. they're not being like dickheads. It's not like that, like bachelor drama shit where people argue all the right. time. I, I don't want to watch that. Like life right. is hard enough already as it is. <laughs> kind of right? like they were very the same kind of camaraderie was on. Is it cake? Oh, yes. Which like is, they were very encouraging yeah. and helpful to each other, giving each other ideas like, how should I do this? Yeah. Yeah. I prefer a show like that. And I mean, we watch the, uh, you know, Master Chefs and, and, and all those other kind of shows like that. And, you know, sometimes you'll have the dick on there for a while, but I, I prefer, I much prefer if, I, if I'm going to watch that style of reality show, which is the only style of show we watch is, you know, competitive cooking or dancing or whatever. <laughs> um, I'd rather just have everybody be, or it's the main reason why I like, I love making it right. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. 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 That's yeah, true. No. There's they're, they're cute on that too. Yeah. Everybody's very supportive of each other. There's no dickheads on that show. Um, that's why I prefer it. So yeah, it, Lizzo's a good show, and so I that is my recommendation for the week. Watch the watch the Lizzo show. I think it's like uh, seven, eight episodes. Uh, have you started watching um, the thing about Pam yet? Or are you gonna watch that at all on uh, the thing about? Pam. It's on Hulu. It's a it's the one with Renell Zellweger in the fat oh. suit. But it's a real. It's based on a true story. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not okay, sure yet. So I- actually. You should, because okay. like now I'm intrigued into hearing the real story, because this is one of those stories that got pop. OK, Dateline did a few episodes about it when it was real, when it was going on. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it was like one of those things that um, somebody did a podcast about it that got really popular. And then they, because of that, they went and redid this movie. So my okay. dad was actually telling me the other day, it's not a movie it's a series. And dad's like, I, he goes, I'm, I'm finished it. He goes, he goes, I even watched the Dateline stuff and listened to the podcast. He goes fucking crazy. Wow. Okay. All right. So um, watching the Hulu show now, I'm like, because it, what sucks is they're only giving you one episode a week. So it's like, no, yeah. we need more. Because I would binge through the whole thing if it were on right now. Because now it's like, I just want to go listen. I want to go watch the Dateline episodes. I want to mm-hmm. go listen to the podcast. Gotcha. The thing about Pam, right? The thing, the thing about Pam. 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 Pam Hup was her name. Okay. She's basically. Give us the like the the okay. So it starts the preview off with version. Her her best friend was killed, and the husband went to jail for her murder. But it turns out that like the, the it was a it was kind of a corrupt case. There's no evidence. There's no um physical evidence. Like the girl was stabbed like 52 times. He walks in, finds his wife dead on the shit, floor, man. calls the police and said my wife killed herself. I don't know why he said she killed herself. Was his first reaction. And he's sobbing on the phone, right? And everybody mm. thought it was fucking fake. Hmm. And because like he's he's on the floor, and there's a knife sticking out of her neck. So then, like when the cops come, and they're like, she didn't kill herself. And so they arrested him because he was the spouse. Yeah. But 
He had a fucking alibi. He even had receipts on where he was. He had no blood on him. There was no blood, like, there's no evidence of blood washed up, like in the shower or on his yeah. clothes or anything like that. And what happened was the district attorney at the time had went to high school with the judge. Their kids mm-hmm. played on like the same softball team and shit like that. So it's like the defense attorney wanted to bring up Pam because, okay, so right a few days before um, this girl died, she transferred her life insurance to Pam's name instead of her husband. And Pam said, oh, she gave it to me because she didn't trust her husband and wanted me to set up a trust fund for her daughters, which Pam never did. (laughs) And so Pam tried to frame the husband for this murder. The lawyer, the defense lawyer is like, this is bullshit. Like he tried to get the judge to include, we think it was Pam. And they're like, and the judge is like, no, wouldn't let him include any of that evidence. So the guy, the husband went to jail. The defense lawyer kept working on the case and got him out. Wow. And. Because like the, again, the cop, the cops just did a shitty job. They're like, well, where's the, did you take pictures of like, was there blood luminol photos clip? Was there proof of cleaned up blood? They took pictures and there was no proof, but they didn't say that. They said the camera malfunctioned. There were no photos. And then like afterwards they found like 300 fucking photos that were in Uh evidence, but none of them showed the blood. None of them. They were just trying to write their own story. Yeah. So the husband got out, but. It didn't turn into a Pam's going to jail because the case wasn't about we're putting, you know, Pam wasn't charged. It was about just getting this guy uncharged. The DA would have to turn around and charge Pam. So -hmm. then, so that's where we're at in this, in the Hulu story is the husband just got out of jail. So what happened was is she ends up, I think they end up opening the case against her again. And she kills this homeless person. And then that's how she ends up getting caught for, uh, yes, for the girl's murder. What happened was, I had to read about this because it hadn't happened yet. So I read mm. the real story. She's still like Dateline's on her ass. I've done a bunch of episodes about her. She's a bitch. Her mother was a bitch to her. There's even, um, they even think she might've killed her mother too. Oh my um, God. But they couldn't prove it. She fell off her balcony in an old folks home. Um, but, um, okay. So what happened was it's like the guy, the husband got out of jail and I think they were going after Pam. And so what she did was supposedly because there's a bunch, she hired this homeless guy. She offered this homeless guy money. He, she said she was a Dateline producer. And she goes, I just want to get a shot of you like pretending you're calling 911 for this um, show I'm producing and invited him into her home and then shot him with the pretenses of, oh, he was attacking me in my home. So I shot him to defend myself, right? And, and then she planted cash on the guy and a note that said like, kidnap Pam, get the money kill Pam, stick a knife in her like Betsy died. Like, like supposedly he oh had this God. note from, she set it up to where it's like, Russ hired this hitman to come kill her. And then, um, um, you know, she, this guy came in her home and she shot the guy and defended herself. Turns out wow. because there were a couple up, turns out they found her phone in this homeless guy's neighborhood, like 30 minutes before the attack. And there were other like transient people like, oh yeah, that bitch came up to me too and offered me money to go to her house. This other woman was like, offered me money what? to go do this call. So she was just looking for somebody to fucking so, uh, yeah. to try and help her story. And the, the fact that she planted this note that was like, kidnapper, get the money. That's like, right. are you kidding me? Like a kidnapper would have the, like a killer would have the note on him. Oh, what am I supposed to do next? You know, it's yeah. like, oh my God, it was so dumb. <laughs> I have so a then, murder checklist. Yeah. So sorry, I knocked my mic over. I'm so excited. So she got busted for that. And then they opened the case against, well, maybe you really did kill this Betsy woman. And what happened was she put, she said not guilty, but then she ended up taking the Alfred plea, which is the Alfred. I'm, plea. I'm 
I know you have enough evidence to take me to trial and it looks like I did it, but I'm pleading not guilty. I'm pleading not guilty. Uh, no, it's like, I'm not guilty, but I'm pleading guilty because you have enough evidence to take me to trial and it looks like I did it kind of thing. Is, is the Alfred plea. Hold on. That's do- a weird. It is a weird one. I'll tell you another case that was used. Alfred plea. The Alfred plea. Like I'm going to. It's a guilty plea in criminal court whereby a defendant in a criminal case does not admit to the criminal act and asserts innocence. In the Alfred plea, the defendant admits that the evidence presented by the prosecution would likely to persuade a judge or jury to define, you know, to find the defendant guilty on a reasonable. It's basically saying I didn't do it, but this guy's got enough evidence to look like I'm going to do it. So So I'm going to get a lesser, lesser time or something. It's. It's saying you're guilty without saying you're guilty. It's like That's... never really admitting to. Yeah, it's like playing you're guilty without saying you're really guilty. That's <laughs> Does weird. that make sense? Not, I mean, as weird as it sounds, I guess. Okay, so. I'm Aaron Xavier. If you, there's a story of, and I got to find it. It's a really famous story. And I mean, I get like, what, I mean, I get what you're saying. I just, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> okay, so there's, oh God, there was like bunch like three documentaries written about this case where um these three teenage boys were charged with killing this little boy and they the, they prosecuted him saying it was a satanic ritual because these kids all dressed in black when they went to school even though there was no evidence against them and stuff like that what mm. it turns out that the three kids one of them was wasn't that smart and the cops you know questioned him for three days without food or water his parents and ended up getting him to go i guess we killed the kid you know what i mean and then throwing all these kids in jail right jesus so these kids sat in jail forever and they were like i said there were three different fucking documentaries made about them and it showed they didn't do this and what happened was is these kids were in jail for so long one of them was getting like sick and basically they said well now there was so much evidence that they didn't do it, but they were already sentenced for so long. So basically like, well, we're going to release you, but you have to sign this Alfred plea saying, you know, there's enough evidence against you, but you're saying you didn't do it. Right. And the one out of the three kids, two of them are like, yeah, fuck it. I'll sign whatever. Just get me out of jail. And this one kid's like, fuck that. We didn't do it. And yeah. he almost didn't sign it, but they, they wouldn't let them all out unless all three of them signed it. And the uh... only reason this one kid agreed to sign it was, because he knew the other guy was sick and needed to get out of jail. Got it. Even though he's like, we didn't do this. We were anywhere close to doing it. You didn't, you don't have the fucking evidence against us, you know, but, um, but find it anyway, but that find it to get out of jail. Yeah. So cops will use it, you know, so the not cop, but the, they'll use it too when they know they fucked up. Like, yeah. you know, I know we fucked up and have all this bullshit evidence against you that could lock you up, you know, but, it's what it was so weird. Yeah. So anyway, but in this case, she's she said, okay, you know, I didn't do it, even though all the evidence you have is stacked against me. I don't think I'm gonna get a fair trial in in court. So I'm just gonna plead that. <laughs> wow. So she's been locked up now, and I think they reopened the um and it's yeah. called the thing about Pam. The Hulu show, yeah. Yeah. Her name is yeah. Pam. We don't talk about Pam. Yeah. Pamela Marie. Hey, I did it, dated a Pamela Marie. I, yeah, like I said, I'm gonna go back and watch the Dateline I mean, episode. Last name wasn't. Oh my up, god, I think but... I told you the whole show is set up like a Dateline episode. Like it's got Chris. What's his name? Chris, Chris Harrison's Hansen. like Chris Hansen. No, 
no Harrison. I think Chris Hansen was um, the. Um... So what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, the one who would catch. Anyway, the head he's the narrating theater. the whole thing, so it sounds it all sounds like a Dateline episode. It's oh, very interesting. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to. Keith, Mo- Keith Morrison. That's his name. Keith Morrison. That guy. Got it. Keith Morrison, the guy that looks like a. He looks like to me like that Muppet, that Muppet from Sesame Street. They would always play the piano and get confused and bang on the piano kit with his keys. Guy Smiley. Guy Smiley. Keith Morrison looks like <laughs> Guy Smiley to me. That's funny. Even though he's got white hair. Anywho, thing about Pam. Whoops. I keep banging my desk, my microphone. Sorry. I'm so angry today. Jeez. And it's just clumsy. <laughs> just oh. knocking into things. Um, maybe that then. I'm going to go with that. Um, trying to see what else we were watching. We fin- yeah, we wrapped up. Uh, is it cake? Did you finish? Is it cake? Is yes. it cake? We did. The appropriate winner there. Yep. Um. Oh, what else were we watching? Something. We- oh, we started watching that um, pieces of her with Tony Collette on Netflix. Okay. It keeps coming up like new, trending, popular. So I watched the very first episode, and it was one of those. I was like, oh shit. Okay, so like the very first episode, like Tony Collette's got this daughter. She's a, like a nine one one operator. She works a graveyard shift, and she's coming home. And I guess it's her birthday, and her and her daughter kind of have this weird relationship. Her daughter's thirty, so they go out to lunch. And they're sitting there at lunch, and this one point, Tony goes, "Do you know that guy? He's staring at you." And she looks over at her shoulder. She goes, "Maybe it's because I'm the only person under fifty in here, you know." <laughs> and so, uh, the daughter gets up to the bathroom and there's this lady and her mom that come over and start talking to Tony Collette. Like, Hey, how are you? Blah, 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 blah. blah. And then the guy gets up and he goes over to the daughter. He goes, Shelly. And the daughter that was standing there, the mom talking to Tony Collette and just shoots her and then shoots Uh, the mom. So everybody in the restaurant, like ducks, like, Oh shoot. You know, so he's a shooter. And then like, he's going to leave. And you hear somebody that was trying to text because Suri goes, I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. Did you say trouble? Oh, no. Fucking thanks, Suri. So then he, Siri, so he turns around and shoots a guy who was trying to call Siri. And then um, Tony Collette, like, runs over and covers her daughter on the floor, like, mm. jumps on her, tells her to get down because her daughter was going to the bathroom. And um, her daughter is still in her uniform that she was wearing that night um, as a 911 operator. Oh. So, yeah, the shooter turns around and sees her and thinks she's a cop. Oh. So, yeah, Tony Collette's, like, covering her body, like, trying to save her. And she's like, Where's your gun, pig? What are you going to do? Like, they think he was trying to die by suicide, trying to get the cop to shoot him. Yeah. But Tony was like, she doesn't have a gun. She's not a cop. And he goes, she goes, you want to shoot somebody? Shoot me. And he goes to shoot her, but it clicks. And it's funny because when you're watching, my husband's like, he doesn't have any bullets left. I'm like, oh, you have a bullet counter. You're one of those people. So <laughs> he goes and he's shooting the gun clicks. And then like he grabs a knife, this big butcher knife out of his waistband. And she puts her hand up to stop him. And he just stabs oh. him. Knife goes right through the fucking hand. She's standing there in front of him and she's got this big knife blade going through her hand and the guy's like in shock and he's now crying and she goes with her hand and just slices his neck and he falls to the ground and bleeds out. Yeah, you were like, what? It was just this quick, we're like, what? And then of course, there were people that got it on film because, you know, people film shit instead of calling 911. So she's in the hospital. She's in surgery on her hand. The cops are there and her mom goes, don't talk to them. She goes, what? She goes, who? She goes, don't talk to the police. Okay. Oh my God. So her mom goes into surgery and then her stepdad shows up and then the cops show up and they want to talk to her. And then the mom comes out. She's like, don't talk to and then her mom's like, you got to leave. You got to leave right now. You got to move. You got to get out. 
here, take your shit, go. There's just like, what fucking really right now? What the fuck? You know, she's kind of been on her ass. Like, what are you going to do with your life anyway? But now all of a sudden she's like, no, you need to go now. So it turns into this. She doesn't want to be on the news. She doesn't want the cameras there. She doesn't want anybody talking to the cops. And now everybody's going like, the cops are going, they invest. And then, and this footage of her slicing this guy's neck is running all over TV. And it's like, they wouldn't show that on TV. Yeah. But um, people are going, so the cops are like, why would she do that? And, you know, why was that her reaction or whatever? You know, when the cops eventually did. Oh, what are you guilty about? When the cops eventually interview her, they're like, she's like, are you a mother? She goes, you're going to do anything to protect your child. Good defense or whatever. So yeah. Tony Collette's got something to hide. And then that night, some guy shows up at their house and breaks in and ties the mom up. But the daughter comes in, sneaks in, and they knock the guy out. And then the mom, Tony Collette, gives his mom this bag. Go to the city, go to the storage unit, go to 320. There's a car there. You're going to drive to Maine. I will meet you. There's a cell phone. Don't talk to anybody. Don't get a cell phone. Don't take your phone with you until you hear from me. So the mom had this whole escape plan. So the daughter goes to the storage unit. She finds this car. There's a suitcase with a shit ton of cash in the back and a, like about six IDs of her mom's picture with a bunch of different names on them. Oh, shit. So she's like a spy or something. We don't shit? know. We don't uh, know. There's somebody after her. I don't know if she's a what's spy. What's the name of this one? There's pieces of her pieces of her wow yeah it's just one of those it was like the opening the first episode was kind of like all that shit went down and you're like okay it hooked you so now you're like okay what's her story yeah i don't know yeah. if she's a spy i don't know if she's witness protection because at one point her ex-husband is trying to help her going you need to call them you know and she's like yeah. uh, you know and she goes you knew what you were getting into when you married me and you know so yeah we don't know what she is yet that reminds me of a show that we started and i completely forgot about where and i'll have to go back to it because it, 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 it was definitely intriguing. Like the show is just like like this mom taking like her daughter. Oh, yeah, you told me about it. And the cheerleaders and was yeah. it Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. And you found out she was a spy or something. Yep. Like, yeah. she's like, no, please don't kill me. And then she starts to whoop ass. You're like, oh, I'm starting to think this is more of there's somebody corrupt looking for her. She might have been in witness protection. But again, she knew to do that knife move. I'm also wondering now who the daughter's father, real father is. Cause I'm like, Ooh, maybe somebody's coming after her. Cause he didn't know he had a kid with her or something like that. I don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And then like, it started out. There was the whole thing started out where there was like this flashback vision of this little girl, like in a crate in the snow. Oh, and she, no. and when the mom was stabbed, like after she killed the guy and she stabbed, she's waiting for the um, paramedics to come. And the, and the daughter was sitting there holding her hand. She goes, it's cold. She goes, it's, it's cold. Is it snowing? So it's like, so there's something going on or something happening when she was a kid. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, yeah. We found out, I think, her dad was, like, this scientist, I think, and he was murdered on stage giving a lecture. It was John Locke. Uh, yeah. We Anywho. Go back. If I had time, I would watch that series again. Yeah. <laughs> because I watch so much other shit now. If, but... <laughs> it, it, if there was actually stuff that wasn't, like, good on, I'd probably be <laughs> re-watching that shit over and over again. Same thing with True Blood. I've been really wanting to rewatch that. Um, but, yeah, there's just so much right now. And so little time. So little time. Oh, wait. I'm on Pam Hupp's Wikipedia page, and it says, The killings of Betsy Ferraria, which was her friend, and Louis Gumpenberger, which was the homeless guy, have been the subject of significant media coverage, including extensive reporting from Fox and five Dateline episodes. <laughs> wow. They found a cash cow. 
the thing in the in the story talks about how Pam like was always in charge of her story. It was always like, oh no, I'm making money. I'm flipping houses. I'm doing this. I'm doing really well when she didn't have any money. Or you know, you know, yeah. people like to paint the picture and narrate their yeah. own story. And it was yeah. funny because her mom was the only one that ever called her on her bullshit. But it seems like her mom, ever since she was a teenager, kept threatening to cut her out of her will. Shit. <laughs> Anywho, um, but they're like, when the Dateline shit started, they're like, it's the first time that Pam wasn't in charge of her own story. Very mm. uh, suspicious. Uh, should we check out our, uh, our, our goodie playlist? playlist? Yeah, why don't we, uh, why don't we go play to, playlist editions? Let's do that. Let's. All right, so... Nope, I did not mean to open that. I'm going to close you. Super. All right. So unique uh, offerings by the two of us this week. Yeah, uh, I our- ended up um, sending you last week. I was trying to explain to you that Luther Vandross song that they sang on uh, RuPaul's Lip Sync Extravaganza or whatever it was. I have to and add it. for some reason it didn't add to the thing so let me go back to it so i had to find it and uh, me and my husband have both been playing it all week long so um and, and it's my favorite drag queen on this season will pill <laughs> she's the one that uh lip synced it it's um luther vandros never enough never enough is that it never too much never too much that's it all right let's see I, I forgot about this song until I heard it on Drag Race last week. I was like, I forgot this damn good song. So are they just dancing the whole time before they, they start singing? I think they start, it's a shortened version. It's only like oh, I see. 60 seconds, I think, or 90. So yeah, no. Last time you heard this song, I I was I've been literally trying trying to rack my brain when the last time I heard this song was, and I honestly can't oh, even turn remember. So good, so fucking good. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I really don't know when I heard that last. And I'm quite surprised that it's Luther's number one song on Spotify. I thought for sure it'd be like a ballad up there or something. Yeah. It's an interesting one for... Because uh, it's who, not all ballady. No. Maybe it's because it was in a movie or something and it just got like got added to a soundtrack or something. I don't who know. Knows? 
I mean, shit, endless love with what? Who? Who's that? Mariah? Who's that? Second? Endless love? He did a version of endless love? With Mariah. That's the second one on his Spotify. Let me see. Oh, I totally remember Dance With My Father. Oh, yeah. Remember that jam? I mean, 64 million is still a lot, but Mm -hmm. yeah. This uh, Never Too Much has 187 million plays on Spotify. (laughs) That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's that's. I mean, I don't know what these dudes make off of Spotify, and I always hear that it ain't shit. But if you're making even just like pennies on the dollar, I think it's at, change on streams. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah, gonna add up. Whew. That's some cash money. Never too much. Never too much. Yeah, Luther. Luther. Oh, on, yeah, here and now. Here and now is what I think of when I think of Luther. And, uh, and, that's and it. Not even is, in top five. Yeah, the fact that that's six. Like here, let's. I'm just gonna play it a little bit because that's what I think too. This is what I think right here. On the coast. Coast 103.5. Totally. That big Luther or little Luther? Uh, That's little Luther. That's little 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 Luther. What a, I mean, goddamn, dude. Dude had such a fucking beautiful voice. You're getting a bonus track today, y'all. Wait. Holding you close through uh. the night. I need you. When? Oh. <laughs> Too soon. Damn it. All right. Thanks, Luther. So, you know, the one thing that I... The, the one thing I like about his voice is that... Oh. Who's talking? Uh, did uh, I set off? Did I set off, Alexa? Hold on. Shut up, Alexa. Yeah, sorry. Uh, she, th- I set up an, a reminder and I forgot that I set it for noon, uh, <laughs> to uh, to charge my camera for tomorrow. Yeah, that's funny. Um, you know the the thing about, and I was trying to say before I was rudely interrupted by the her, she who I will not say her name, so she doesn't go what. <laughs> um was that when he sang like you can feel his feels mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, he wasn't just mm-hmm. singing songs like it just felt like he was like feeling right yeah as opposed to just like oh, i'm just gonna sing this song that's why when they were doing the lip sync wheel pill uh-huh. beat out bosco because bosco's like flipping around the stage doing all these dance moves and will pill was just singing like lip syncing with the emotion and it's like that's mm. what that song is the emotion yeah you don't need no flipping around. Uh-huh. Never too much, never too much. I think she was holding her hand to her ear at that part. Never too much, never <laughs> too much. <laughs> That's funny. So for me, um, I went a little kind of uh, a different route. Um, so there was a show that I enjoyed watching that a lot of people liked uh, to watch. And their opening song was always so dope to me. And it took me a while to find it, like, <laughs> when I was watching the show, not, I mean, it, I didn't find it yesterday, but I'm saying when I was watching the show, I was like, I need to find out who the fuck sings this or does this song. Cause it's just so dope. So this song is the theme song essentially to Portlandia. Oh, okay. And I watched that in a while. Yeah. And when I hear the song, it's, it's, it's what reminds me of, of just the song. It's just dope. Yeah. <laughs> 
just cutscenes to Portland. Yeah, I'll just give you a little bit of that. But yeah, that was that was my uh that was my choice this week. I wanted to keep it nice and chill, so I gave you that one. Lovely. Lovely. We're gonna try something new this week. We're gonna go, let's go to the number one most popular song on Spotify this week and we'll review it. Okay. All right. Let's see how I'm gonna go to search. Um let's Are there see. lists or something. Um yeah, podcast made for you, new releases. Let's see. I'm very prepared for never this too much, never too much. I can't just like look up. Yeah, it's weird. They have a bunch of lists, but I'm trying to find like the oh, yeah, top, top top songs. Most top played, songs. most popular. What if you just typed, typed in most popular songs? Most. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, oh. Top 100 stream songs. There you go. Updated. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have figured out where we were going before we tried this, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a year out. So this is uh uh Spotify's top 100 most stream songs on Spotify ever. It's what this one is, and I don't think that's what we're looking for. No, not really. We're looking for most popular top songs popular this week. week. Oh, top fifty USA is a Spotify playlist. Okay, top I've been top fifty USA. Okay, let's look at this. All right. Oh, maybe you should just subscribe to it so we can. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know All what right. it is next week. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that right now. Add to your library. Thanks. All right, so, um, uh, we'll clean it up in post. No, we won't. <laughs> um, top Will fifty we? USA play. No, we will not. Um, top 50 USA playlist, your daily update of the most played tracks right now in the USA. All right. And the top song is Harry Styles, As It Was. Like to hear it? <laughs> Here you go. Very 80s. Very aha, ain't it? So far, I don't hate this.
Oops. I mean, I gotta say, so far I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I'm not. I probably won't put it on. I probably am not gonna add it to a playlist. It's very poppy, summery feel. I loved watermelon sugar. <laughs> like oh. <laughs> that was like summer jam for me. That was like song of the summer like two years oh. ago. The the reason why I have such a hard time with that song is that because I watch a lot of su- uh, singing competitions, a lot of people like to go to that song. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's really That's bad. funny. <laughs> That's I I have not heard anybody sing it but Harry, so I um, like his version. Yeah, I you know I'm I I can't say I'm extremely familiar with with his shit. Um, I gotta say I I didn't hate that and. It was cute. I mean, like I, I said, I don't hate I, it, but I would listen to it again. I think. I don't think I would listen to it. I, 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 I'm gonna. Like say, Watermelon Sugar is the only other Harry Styles song that I oh, do know. No, I, I'm like I don't know anything else in his catalog. So did it come from a boy band? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Yeah, a British one. One Direction. Is he from that One Direction? One. I think that gotcha. one. Um. So I know what he happens... likes to um uh, play with the uh, gender barriers and wear dresses and stuff on magazine. I'm cool with that. That's cool. He's also. I think he stole Sudeikis's girl. <laughs> uh, Olivia Wild. No, so, yeah. that's no, I don't know. Copo. Uh, I don't know which one. No, it ain't, it ain't that one because it's that an one Olivia ended up with a. I think Olivia. Uh, Ma, uh, I forget. He, yeah, he's he with an Olivia people. But I remember um, when it, when it was when she was a Sudeikis, it was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's super hot and he's super funny, but now she's with Harry Styles and I think she's older than him. Hmm. Um, so what happens next week if this song is still number one? Do we go down to number two? Yeah, why not? Okay, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. All right, well, um, all right. Talk about the movie then? Um, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, let's hit the music. I'm going to grab a drink real quick. I'll go back. Uno, two, tres, four. Yo, it's the Goody Squad. Guess who's back in the house for episode 146? It's Aaron and Chiba. Um, yeah, bringing to you this week's movie from Prime is where we saw it. A uh, movie called Vivarium. I had never heard of it. Uh, Cheebs brought it up. And so, yeah, this is the movie we're talking about. It is a movie called Vivarium. It stars uh, Jeffrey Eisenberg. Is that his Jesse. name? Jesse. 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 I said Jeffrey. Jesse <laughs> Eisenberg. And um, what's the girl? Imogene Poots. There you go. On Amazon Prime. I knew. 2019. Knew nothing about it. We just, uh, I wanted to watch something a little. Uh, it was one off, of those things. I think it popped up beat. on a TikTok for me. It was like, check this weird movie out. And what happened? I don't remember what they said, but I watched the trailer. Okay. And went, okay. Okay. So and then we watched the movie. Do you want to give a breakdown of, uh, of what, you, <laughs> what, what you watched there? So, first of all, I apologize ahead of time. <laughs> Thank you. For this 90 minutes of your life. Thank you. Of this movie. I, I, I appreciate that. The um, Again, the, okay, so the trailer shows this couple 
Imogene Poots and Jesse Eisenberg, and they're looking at this. They go to this neighborhood and look at this house, and all the houses look. They look like the green Monopoly houses to me. They all look the same, and there's this weird guy showing around the house. And then the next thing you know, they're like stuck in the neighborhood and they can't get out. And I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. Yeah. And then in the in the trailer, we see that they got a baby that was delivered to them, and all it said box. was you had to raise this baby to be released. And it was like, what the fuck? So it looked like a fucked up movie. Yep. So. The movie starts out with uh, some birds in a nest and you see this baby bird in this nest and he's different than the other birds and he's pushing the egg out and then egg falls. I'm like, oh no, and the egg falls out of the nest and then pushes the other babies out of the nest and I was like, well, that sucks. And then you see this other bird feeding this bird and you can tell it's not, it's baby. It's a different kind of bird. And you're like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, and then, it almost uh, looked like it didn't have a head. I was very confused <laughs> what, what, what was going right. on there. So then we see uh, Imogene, or what's her name, Gemma, Gemma, and she's a teacher. She's in this class with some kids, and then the kids go outside, and one of the little kid sees these little dead birds on the ground. She's like, why does that happen? She goes, it's just a life cycle sometimes. It's sad. Yeah, it's mean. It, it happens. Ooh, foreshadowing. <laughs> so then uh, you, Jesse, or uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name in this? Hold on. I have IMDb right here. His name was... Tom. Tom. She was Tom and she was Gemma. So Tom is her, her boyfriend's a handy happens to be guest. He's the handyman at the school. And they, you know, okay, well, where are we going now? Work's done. Let's go look at this house. You know, we're looking for a house, I guess. So they go agree to look at this house. We get no backstory on this couple whatsoever or these nope. people at all. No, nope. we just kind of get jumped in. I mean, uh, instantly, like right off the bat, like he seems a little like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's um, I mean, they're they're like in. UK somewhere and driving on the other side of the road and he's English. He's American, obviously. Yep. yep. So they go show up at this place. It looks like a an office where you would uh, not many places I go look at houses, but they look like a little office and they have all these little model homes set up and they have this weird, creepy guy there. And he's like, Oh, you know, we have the perfect housing community and you know, you should come look at it. And he's just super fucking weird. It's like, yeah, from that moment, you're like, um, no, thanks, bye. Yeah. And then uh, he convinces them to go look at this house. And so they show up to this, like I said, this green neighborhood that looks like it's a bunch of uh, Monopoly houses. And and, and, um, and it is at this point where I'm like, this is some white people shit. <laughs> they would want to even live there or what? Oh, it's a, like the guy was creepy and you're still going to go look at oh. his fucking houses. Like, yeah. fuck you, man. Like this guy is like weird and, and, and nothing about him is screaming. Oh, I'm very interested to see his 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 houses so then they all of a sudden show up to these houses and i'm like what the fuck are they doing and they even thought he was weird but they still went for some reason anyway yeah and they were just kind of getting a laugh or whatever yeah but still i'm like you're devoting way too much time to this so they yeah his name is martin and uh the the house guy and he shows him house number nine and walking around and uh they uh he shows them a baby's room that was all painted blue and she goes do you have any children and he goes, no, not yet. And then he mimics her voice exactly, perfectly going, not yet. I was thinking, oh, yeah, okay, that was, that's fucking weird. Yeah. And he tells them to look around the house and they look on on their own and they turn on to ask him a question and then he's fucking gone. Yeah, like they're in the yard looking at the yard and and they, and, they, and they were curious to see if anybody else was living there yet because it was right. like a brand new community. And it was empty. And they're like, well, when's everybody else going to move in? And they turn around and he's gone. And they go out front. They followed him there and his car is gone. And they're like, all right, whatever this guy goes to us. Okay, fine. Let's, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so they get in the car and they go to leave this neighborhood and they can't fucking leave. Like every turn they make spits them right back out. They're like, there's fucking number nine again. 
and this is where I start to get like irritated because I'm sure. like, because I don't, I don't drive. I, I literally don't drive anywhere without my phone. Um. Oh yeah. So they tried their phones. Don't get any service in this neighborhood. There's, of course, they get no service in this neighborhood or wherever they're at. Yeah, but your phone, like I would have still used my phone to drive there. So. Oh, instead of just following the guy, you mean? Well, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered. You couldn't get, you couldn't get out anyway. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I this I was already starting to get irritated at this point. Every turn they took, spit them right back. They're like, "Fuck, there's fucking number nine again." They're like, "Did you leave the door open?" Because the door's all open. I mean, they drive around all goddamn day, and they're finally and then, went out of. <laughs> well, even before they ran out of, uh, like, he gets all snippy with her, and he wants to drive. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, don't no need to be a dick. You both are in the situation together. Like, fine, you can drive the car. Just don't be a fucking asshole right now. Like, this is weird, and I don't need you being like. Like it was almost it almost came off like he was like, you know, oh, you know, she's a woman. She's got us lost kind of thing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. fuck this. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I was already irritated. Yeah. So anyway, so they spend all night driving around and eventually they just fucking run out of gas. And so fucking number nine's open. So they just go in and, and sleep in there. And they're trying, you know, they're trying to one day they're like, well, let's just walk towards the sun. Cut through any yard, wherever. And we'll just head towards the sun. And they fucking end up right. They walk all goddamn day again, end up back at their place or at number nine at one point. And I like this idea. Oh, yeah. Then the box of food just shows up and they're just like. But yeah. they don't know who sees it. I mean, they don't know who dropped it off. They don't know, you know, what, it's all like see anybody. Right. Almost. Yeah. yeah. So he takes the box and lights it on fire because he's a smoker and he had some cigarettes and then he lights the house on fire. I'm like, fucking brilliant. He's like, somebody's got to come. It's interesting that you said fucking brilliant because I'm like, wow, did we overreact a little bit? Maybe a little bit. I, I was like, I mean, why not? <laughs> like, you're, I mean, he's thinking somebody's got to come. But... I guess. But I was just like, <laughs> what else are you going to do? I don't know. But like, that just seemed like he went like, well, if, he was, if like, it was like halfway through the movie and he set the house on fire. I'm like, OK, I get it. But like this, this didn't feel like it was it was maybe like a day or something. Right. It was. I think it was. I felt like, yeah, maybe two or something. But I felt like yeah. he was like I was sending up smoke signals at this point because it's like he didn't. They, they tried to write a message on the roof and help. That, yeah, that never well, got the seen first message like was that. help. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, like I said, I kind of, I like the idea. I would have been pissed too. fucking burn the fucking place to the ground. You know, <laughs> like somebody's yes. fire. Nobody comes. The smoke clears the house is still standing. And now there's a box there with a baby in it. And it says, uh, raise this baby and you'll be released. Like what? So like the next scene, you see them sitting in bed and this kid standing there at the foot of their bed. And the kid's like now six, I don't know, seven or something like that. Yeah. Which is strange because you're like, Didn't they did just we, this baby? <laughs> did we time jump or something? Right? And we didn't time jump. And I love that they're staring at this baby and one of them just they just flip the baby up, they flip this kid off and then the kid flips them and then they're both all the both standing there flipping this yeah. kid. So I'm like, fuck this kid. When they as soon as they dropped off a baby for them to raise, I'm like, oh fuck that. I was like, yeah, this is just, my hell. Well, <laughs> and I, I just found it weird that you went from like a, a baby, infant, like I'm peeing pooping myself to this like kid who's probably like five. Right. So then if you notice, so then after that, they go measure him on the little wall and it says on there day 98. Yeah. So, so it's like it's literally been a little over three months and this kid is already now like seven or something, because that's why and then yeah. when the Tom was like, it's not a child. It, I don't know what it is because yeah. they knew it was grown. It mimics them. It mimics their voice. It fucking just screams these weird screams and shit. And they hate this kid. They hate this thing. Like I said, he doesn't even want to call it a kid um but um so yeah they decide they're gonna sit in the garden 
and wait and attack whoever is delivering and collects the food box, but they never see anyone. Mm-hmm. So at this point, Tom, he's a, he was a groundskeeper or whatever, and he's got this tools on his car. So he just starts digging in the garden, thinking it might lead to somewhere. Um, and then the weird boy kid is sitting in the living room watching the TV. That's just these weird fucking shapes and patterns and shit like that. Um, then Tom just start, he just preoccupies himself with this fucking hole. He doesn't want to do anything but dig this goddamn hole. <laughs> and uh, now he's starting to believe, well, just let the kid die because then somebody will come for it. And he goes, and then, you know, we'll force, we'll get free or whatever. So he wants to lock the kid in the car and just leave it to die. But now the girl's actually taking pity on it and releases it and kind of, you know, sits there with it and tries to like be mothering or whatever. Um, and then, uh, so the Gemma and Tom are now totally just withdrawn. All, Tom's just obsessed with this fucking hole. Um, the boy goes missing one day and he comes back with this book that's all these weird symbols. And because the boy mimics Gemma and Tom, she tricks the kid into mimicking. He's like, well, can you mimic anybody else? Any other sounds? So what about the person you met today? And he mimics it and starts to like throat bubbles up and his weird screams like, okay, what the fuck? Um, so next thing you know, the boy has matured into an adult. Um, Tom and Gemma avoid this. They're now on the same team now, and now they avoid this adult thing whenever possible. They're like locking themselves up next, you know, in the room next door because they're like, we don't know what the fuck this thing is. And he takes off every day, and Gemma tries to follow him to see where he's going, but always finds herself back in front of number nine. Tom just continues to dig. He finds some weird yellow coloring. I think it's going to lead him somewhere. At some point, he feels like he hears something in the ground, like there's some, you know, more of this screaming from somewhere else. He just comes obsessed with it. He ends up getting he ends up getting sick. I don't know if he was sick before, if it's just or if he's just because he's he's sleeping in this hole, if he's living in this hole, just breathing all these dirt, coughing a lot. Fumes. He did cough yeah. a lot, but seeing as how this whole world that they're in isn't real, like all the clouds in the sky are exactly the same. Who knows what chemicals are in that dirt that I think he was kind of breathing? So he ends up getting sick, and um, uh, the kid. Um, Tom continues to dig. Oh yeah, and he finds like a body that was in like a bag in the bot in that hole. Mm-hmm. And um, Tom's getting more sick. Gemma's trying to plead with the kid for help, and the kid goes, "Maybe it's time he was released." And then he just he just eventually dies. And then the, the guy, the boy, comes out with his body bag and zips him up to it and just throws him in the fucking hole that Tom dug. It's like, okay, well that's where that other body came from. Um. He locked them out, her out of the house. She ambushes him with the, a pickaxe and he runs under the sidewalk all of a sudden. There's like this new dimension. He hisses, he crawls away, it's weird. She follows him. She's now following through these dimensions that are all now different colors. Her world is very green. All of a sudden she's in a red world and it's like she sees somebody else raising one of these mutant kids. And then yeah. she sinks into the ground and then now she's in like a blue world and she sees other people raising these weird mutant kids yeah and then she and then all of a sudden she's back in her little green land and there's nobody fucking else around um, um but all of a sudden the boy shows up and uh she, the, he's cleaning the house and he carries her vacuum carries her in a vacuum bag and explains to her that mothers die after raising their sons and she says i'm not your fucking mother for one last time and he zips her in the uh, bag and throws her in the hole with tom he fills up the hole and then the hole disappears. 
He fills up the gas. He cleans up the house, drives back to the estate office where we see the original Martin, who's all aged and dying. And then he walks up to him and Martin gives this new boy his name tag of Martin. And then he puts Martin in the body bag and folds him up (laughs) and puts him in a drawer. And it sounds like that drawer, like he kind of bounces off into somewhere else. Like it sounds like there was a hidden passage in that door or whatever. And now this new boy is the new Martin. And he sits down in the chair and just waits for another couple to walk in. That's the end of the movie. (laughs) There were at least two times. Here's here's my problem is that I end up watching these movies too late at night. Oh, yeah, I bet. To be texting you. Because Mm -hmm. there could have been two times during this movie where I was like, I don't want to finish this. I don't care. (laughs) Like, I, I... I was so bored and so annoyed and found nothing like, like, you know, you figured that you would maybe be like um, captivated to watch the whole thing to see how it pans out. I was not, I didn't give a shit. I was just like, so over it and so dumb because like, I couldn't pull for Jesse. What's his nuts. Cause he was pretty unlikable from the beginning. She seemed very, um, I don't know. She was getting a it seems like she was trying to make the best of it at the beginning, still kind of like joking with him. And he just was just kind of being an asshole and shit. Um, and, and and then she kind of comes around to like helping the kid and like, I don't know, I didn't like either character, didn't pull for anybody, was just more annoyed than anything. I very much did not like this movie. Yeah, I ended up not liking it either. Yeah, again, they give us no background on the characters to make them even likable. Why would we even? Why would we be pulling for them? We knew nothing about them. They yeah. didn't even make a good couple. No, um, they did not make a good couple. They they were not, uh, as I like to say, um, from uh, I forget what movie it is, the Dump Cruises in, but they were not an effective team. Yeah. So the whole movie was based on the bird thing at the beginning. Um, I, I guess I, I like I knew that they were trying to correlate it to that, but I'm like, I, I still don't get it. So basically it was like the these birds, like there's some it's a it's a parasitic lifestyle that is, they're called brood parasites. Like a lot there's birds, insects and fish like cuckoo birds where they're the mothers were literally lay their eggs in other birds nests for, and leave them their kids to other birds to take care of. And a lot of these time, these birds will end up just pushing all these other people out in the nest and just making sure they survive kind of thing. You know, so a lot of people were like, so was it like a species of aliens that were trying to raise an army to take over the world? No, this is just how they survive. Like fucking like these birds or these fish or these insects. This is just how they survive. This is just how they go about in the world. They just. But it, it, like you like you had mentioned in your recap, there was like a couple of weird fucking scenes like the kid did the weird thing with his like okay that guy that you uh, have seen like can you um <laughs> mimic yeah, him or whatever obviously they were weird other formed alien type creatures but he's not the director's not saying that they had a goal to take over the earth their goal was to just survive and this is how they survived and this is how they just kept going on with their well i hope species. that your alien species fucking dies a slow death <laughs> because this movie like and as soon as as soon as he flicks his oh yeah his, I, the, I said that too i'm like flick your cigarette at him and he did it was like oh, he, well i just he wanted to it. fuck with this kid the whole time 
what that would have been hilarious if it was more of a dark comedy if they just kept fucking with this kid but like he flicks the thing it bounces off the kid it hits the the fake grass and all of a sudden like the fake grass like like disintegrates and leaves this like hole not a hole but like it's just you see the dirt that's what got him into digging the hole and then you know because he's like a handyman he's got his shovel and shit and he starts to dig and then just keeps digging and then yeah his story was just he's a digger and he's pushing everybody around and pushing people his whole story was also parallel to like the typical dad figure that is distant and doesn't really help with the rearing of the kid and the, like didn't want the kid on work and doesn't yeah. really. Yeah, that's what his role yeah. kind of was. Yep. Yeah, uh, definitely. Basically but... How he worked himself to death, worked himself into an early grave. Yeah. This. uh, Whatever. Yeah. Fuck this I'm, movie. Yeah. It was bad. Like, is that it? Well, I'm sure. Like, I, look, I'm sure if we were younger, maybe we would appreciate the fucked upness of this movie. But, but it didn't go anywhere. It didn't do but anything. I'm, and I hate movies that don't fucking explain themselves. Well, give me a little something. Just yeah. a, a, like, okay, the guy's an alien. He crawled in under the, the like, when he lifts the fucking yeah. sidewalk and climbs under there, you're like, what the? It should have been more of that. It, look, I, I appreciate, appreciate the craziness more so of last week's movie. Oh, was that last week? Sorry to bother you. Was that last week? The week before? That was a couple weeks ago. Last week um, was the Adam Project. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you mean the whole horse dick story and shit? I, like the I, the look, creativeness of that? Yeah. The, how random and like, uh, like, I did not expect that. Like, what the fuck is going mm-hmm. on here? Super fucking weird. I would still much appreciate more that than the shit that we watch for This whatever. was like. It had the potential, but it just kept that same boring oh. level of weirdness throughout the whole thing. God and, damn it, and then man. and then and then again, just didn't give you any answers. Oh, my God. I was so fucking annoyed. I'm here. I'm here like. Being proactive, OK, I, I, I'm not going to be around tomorrow, Sunday, so let's do it Saturday. So I watch it last night. I just got a brand new Xbox. Like I, I plugged it in. I'm watching it off of there thinking, oh, man, after this, I'll play games and it'll be fun. I, I just fucking turn this bullshit off after the movie i went to bed that's how annoyed i so was we watched shit. it on wednesday uh oh my husband's girlfriend came over his buddy came over and he comes over like once a week for dinner or something and we were like what are we watching I'm like well i gotta watch this movie for the podcast and i showed him the trailer and he, so it was, it was his buddy adam's like i'll watch it it's like all right so it was the three of us watching it, it was like yeah and again just i, I was just kind of laughing the whole time going fuck that kid fuck that kid don't feed yeah. him <laughs> Yeah. You know me, and then I, yeah, by yeah. the end, just going, I apologize to both of them as I did to you. I'm like, I, I don't know what the fuck that was. I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Somebody, somebody was trying to be Jordan Peele and was more not. It was just Peele. Too literal, too weird, and it didn't go anywhere. And again, not enough backstory to even fucking care. Yeah. Is there a is there a Rotten Tomatoes to this movie? Can you look that up real quick? Uh, reception on Rotten Tomatoes, Bavarium has an approval rating of 72. Fuck you for going even that high. An average rating of 6.6 out of 10. And I will not know. Oh, it said it was well acted. Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I would disagree with that. I, I didn't like any of the characters. Yeah. Um, I, it was is, is pretty much your basic Jesse Eisenberg. Same fucking character he does in all those movies, except he was smoking in this one. And and even more unlikable. <laughs> exactly. So no, no, thank you. 
um, I'm going to strongly disagree with your rating and give it far less than that. I'm giving it a. Oh, funny, because I was thinking I was going to give it a. As well. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I hope this movie. Um, goes fucks itself. <laughs> not the actors, because, you know, they not their fault. Not their fault. They're just I mean, maybe for agreeing to it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like, unless they were executive produced and then it is your fault. But if you weren't, then it's not your fault. Like, you know, if you wanted a creepy kid and a creepy, like, like a teenager and a creepy, like a semi-adult. Yeah. Okay. Great. Fantastic. But Lorkin Finnegan, who directed made... this, go fuck himself. Same thing. Want to as... know how much you made at the box office? I'm going to guess. A little uh, close to a million. Oh, it made four hundred and thirty-four thousand. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Then again, it came out in twenty nineteen. Yeah, but that was, but twenty nineteen was was before the dark times, before the empire. Like the, I, I mean, thought the pandemic started in twenty nineteen. Oh, it's twenty twenty. Twenty the beginning of twenty twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, right. My bad. So no, twenty nineteen no was probably like the la- I mean, other than T U R M P. Um, other than that, like those were normal times. Yeah, right. That was before the uh the the glitch in the matrix, which I have not watched yet. Um but yeah, um this movie gets nothing from us and likes it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Fuck you. Fuck you, movie. You suck my ass, not in a sexy way. <laughs> Wait, what? Now, so instead of picking a movie for next week because i will not be around next week it's kind of busy week for me um i think that we should let people leave people hanging pick something midweek or or midweek this week or next week and then let people know then what we're picking as opposed to posting it as part of the uh description of the uh this week's show so we're going to leave you with a mystery and we will be back what's the date i want to make sure that i i um, I so I can note it in there. So it, um, oh, for when? Wait, what date? What date are you looking for? For what? For the next time we're back. We'll oh, yeah, there. we will be back on the 10th. Um, no, oh, no, after that, 17th. Yeah, you're saying okay. Ooh. Oh, so wait, what? Hold on, am I confused here? Yeah, no, next week is when we're gone. Okay. Uh, so yeah, um, 17th. So the seventeenth, uh, April. So 17th, sometime before then, we we'll will let you know what we're watching. Yeah, I will post in the description that we will be back on that date. Where, but movie to be announced is what we'll do. Okie dokie. So yeah, take that, you guys. Um, a little bit of suspense, and as always, keep an eye out on our Instagram because that's usually where I'll post that kind of stuff. If you follow us on stuff, um, it's at the Goody Squad. Um, or if you just go to goodiesquad.com, it also forwards you to our Instagram page because that is our one presence on the internet because I can only manage one thing at a time. Here. <laughs> so if you want That'll news news and everything, direct to our Instagram page. Yeah. What's uh, what's on tap for you this week, uh, this, uh, the rest of the day? Uh, what do I got to say? What do I um, I got some paperwork I do. I got to fucking do taxes, I guess, at some point. I haven't done that shit yet. <laughs> uh, we, we, we've done it, and... I got to do some house shit. 
we like to get our taxes done like fast. I usually do, but because I, I usually do them in like January, like as soon as I get yep. my paperwork. Yeah, but me too. Us too. Since I was dealing with the whole broken arm and all that bullshit, you know, yeah. that's finally fucked. I just deal with it. So it's it's finally uh calmed down. Still yeah. going to physical therapy twice a week. But I can almost ooh look, we're close. Wait. Oh yeah. You got a little little more going on there. I, I was showing him my wrist and I twist. Yeah, it's yeah. getting getting better, getting better. So and as for me, uh, tonight, uh, me and little home slice will be going and visiting um, listener Jen or also known as Auntie Jen, whose birthday it is today. So happy birthday, listener Jen. Fabulous. We, happy birthday. We, uh, we appreciate you and your support and um, going to get a nap in at some point. Oh, yeah. No, I'm definitely doing <laughs> that after this because I, I, I need the energy for later. I love, I love naps. Yeah. I love scotch. I mean, naps too. <laughs> scotch, scotch, scotch. All right. Wrap, All right. We'll wrap it up then. All right. Well, hey, um, you guys, um, have a good couple of weeks. We'll see you on the 17th. Um, look forward to uh, hearing from you guys and a lot of stories when we get back. So, yeah. All right. So, there Suck. you go. Good squad. It. Episode 146, officially done. Okay, nearly. I got to go. Bye. Okay, bye.